nobody likes me, everybody hates me, I'm gonna eat some worms. Big ones, little ones, itty bitty bitty ones, I'm gonna eat some worms. What a silly little song. I remember singing that as a kid though, thinking that people didn't like me, I felt sorry for myself. I was looking for pity, I was looking for sympathy because people didn't like me. Now luckily I've grown up <laughs> and I don't need pity anymore, I don't want sympathy anymore. I want to be a tough, strong, powerful woman and I've grown up to be that woman, yay, and now that I'm an old lady, uh, I'm wondering why we now live in a world where it seems that people are looking for pity, they're looking for sympathy. And the reason I know that, and you do too, have you ever asked somebody, how are you? And they tell you, I'm tired, I'm sick, I'm stressed, I've got a sore foot, I've got a headache, I don't have enough money, I don't like my job, my relationship's terrible, my kids are driving me crazy. And they're all just from today. Uh, the, those things that we share with people, why do we do that? Uh, I'm sure that you didn't ask somebody, how are you, for them to tell you all of their challenges and all the reasons that they're not very good. Uh, I think that when we ask somebody, how are you, it's, it's supposed to be just a good manners thing to do. So why do we tell people? And there's two parts to that. One is, why do we tell somebody that can't help us? So if I'm sick, you, go to, you might go to a doctor or an allied health professional or whoever you choose to talk to when you're sick that has medical uh, knowledge or they know something about how to help your challenge. If you've got financial challenges, you go to the bank or to a financial planner. Uh, if you've got relationship challenges, there are relationship experts. Why do we tell people, especially the people that we love and care about, that we've got challenges in our life? And I ask that question because I want to add value to my world, how about you? And is it possible that every time we tell somebody, I'm sick, I'm tired, I'm stressed, I'm miserable, I'm terrible, that we're not adding value to their world? And the step past that is, you might uh, not even ask somebody, how are you? They just tell you, and this happens to me on a pretty regular basis, because I'm out of the habit now of asking people how they are, because they tell me. So I always pre-frame with something like, you're amazing, tell me why, or you're having a fantastic day, tell me why, or your life is absolutely spectacular, give me five reasons why. And people often look at me very weird. Uh, the reason I ask that question, of course, is I'd like to put people into a more positive headspace. And if I ask that question, tell me three reasons why you're awesome, or tell me three reasons that you love your life, or tell me five, five things that you're thankful for, people have to now think a little bit differently. But it still surprises me how many people turn that into a negative and they say, well, I haven't got anything to be thankful for. I haven't got anything that I really like. I haven't got anything to be excited about. And they turn it into a negative. And why? It, it, do they think that I can help? Perhaps that's lovely. And if somebody shares their, their stuff with you, you might think, well, I feel good now about myself because it's good for your ego. People are prepared to share their stuff with me. But the challenge I've got with two of, both of those things, if I share my stuff, I'm just hearing it again, so it could get worse. The, the words that I feed into my brain are going to make my, my thought patterns change, which are going to affect the outcome and results of my life. So if I put negative stuff into my brain, I'm going to feel more negative, which is why I refuse to do that. But if somebody asks me how I am and I say I'm tired, I've got no choice now. I've just told myself I'm tired. It's going to wreck my brain. But what value am I adding to somebody else's life if I tell them I'm tired? Do they care? I don't think so. And in fact, I think it's the opposite. I think there are a lot of people like me now who are scared to ask how are you because people tell them, this is how I am. I'm stressed, I'm tired, I'm miserable, I'm broke, I hate my life. Well, here's a great question. What can you do about it? 
And I ask this about everything. doesn't matter which area of your life you're not happy with. And the four that I work with every single day, are you healthy, fit and strong? Do you have a career or business that you love? Are you financially free, financially secure? Do you have great people in your life? And the reason I work with those four things is that they are a choice. We can make decisions to change. We don't have to be unfit, unhealthy, weak and frail. We can choose to be healthy, fit and strong. We don't have to have a lousy, stinking, rotten job that we hate and we're not earning enough money. We can have a career or business that we love and we can be financially free. And we don't have to have horrible people in our life. So the four things that people often complain about is I'm sick, I'm tired, I'm overweight, I hate my job, I hate my boss, I hate the people I work with, I don't have enough money and I've got crappy people in my life. To me, they're all decisions, which is really just an interesting side note. A lot of people now... A lot of people that are no longer in my life, that is the reason they're not in my life because every time they want to share their stuff with me, I'm aiming to come up with a solution. Now, people say, Roa, you should be a good listener. But the challenge I've got with listening to other people's stuff is they're hearing it again. If they're stressed, they're hearing again that they're stressed. If they're tired, they're telling themselves that they're tired. It doesn't affect my life because I'm a positive, happy lady, but it certainly will affect their headspace. So when somebody says to me, I'm tired, I always say, well, isn't that awesome? Because now you know what it's like when you've had a great night's sleep, how good that's going to feel. If people share with me they're overweight, I always say, isn't that awesome? Because it means you've got a choice of what you eat. Some people would love to be overweight, but they don't have any food to eat. So isn't it awesome that you've got a choice and that you've got enough food to be overweight? When people tell me they haven't got enough money, I always share, isn't that awesome? Because it's easy to create wealth. And when you do create wealth, you'll know what it's like to be broke. And I share that very passionately because there's a lot of people I know who have never struggled for money, never had financial challenges. And they're pretty uh, ungrateful, miserable people because they don't know what it's like to have nothing. And one of the reasons I'm so grateful for everything that's in my life is because I've lived on the bones of my ass. I've been through the supermarket where I've had to put stuff back because I didn't have enough money. I've gone to the petrol station and not been able to to get the amount of fuel that I need for my car. Had to put $5 in and hope to get to the next day to find some more money so I can put more petrol in my car. I'm sharing that with you because I like to find a positive in everything. I'm happy if I ever get sick, which is very rare. I'm very grateful for being sick because it shares with me that I need to do something different. It also helps me appreciate being healthy. If I get an injury, I'm really thankful for that because it means the only reason I get injured now is because I'm doing something. And if I get injured, I'm really thankful that I'm injured because it means that I've been able to do the things that I love to do. Uh, Rowie, you're unrealistically happy. You're just being silly. And I get that all the time too. And I love that. I take it as a compliment. When people are nasty and negative to me about my positive attitude, I find that to be a compliment. So here's a great question. If you're looking for sympathy, if you're looking for pity, if you're looking for people to feel sorry for you, what is that headspace? Uh, The psychologist, psychiatrist, neuroscientist will share that if we aim to make decisions when we're feeling sorry for ourselves, we make very poor decisions. If we feel sorry for ourselves and we're looking for sympathy, we attract very different people into our life than if we're powerful and strong. A lot of relationships are very ordinary. They're, they're, uh, they don't work because it's two people who are, who are feeling sorry for themselves and they want somebody to care for them, look after them, sympathize with their challenges. Well, if you want to have a strong, powerful, passionate person in your life who's who's an optimistic solution finder, is it possible that you have to be that kind of person? There's, I don't know any positive, optimistic solution finders that want to waste any time whatsoever with people that feel sorry for themselves. So that plum song, Poor Little Old Me, 
Nobody likes me, everybody hates me. I'm gonna eat some worms, big ones, little ones, itty bitty bitty ones. I'm gonna eat some worms. Probably a good idea, because if you eat a worm, it might help you realize how awesome your next meal is. If you think that everybody hates you, the realistic thing to that is, of course, not everybody's gonna like you. And isn't that awesome? Because there are some people on the planet, I'm sure, that you don't want them to like you. You don't want them to be in your life. You don't want to attract them into your inner circle. So be the powerful, passionate, strong person who doesn't need sympathy, doesn't need pity, doesn't need to be felt sorry for. And that's just a, a very, I'm probably not sharing that with you. I, I just think it's a message that our kids need to hear. Because is it possible that our kids, our future adults, are growing up in a world where if they hurt themselves, they cry and somebody feels sorry for them and somebody races to their aid? One of the things I love about martial arts, and came in my gorgeous husband's martial arts school is very much like this. He has tiny dragons and little dragons, so he, he, he trains future adults. And he, he forces them to be tough. If they cry or if they hurt themselves, he pops them in the corner and says, when you're ready to come back and train, come back. But there's no sympathy, there's no I feel sorry for you, there's no pity. It's all about being strong and being tough. Because is it possible that the world at some stage will throw tough stuff at us? Now, a lot of our kids now, something tough is they don't have the latest piece of technology or they can't have their phone when they want it or they don't have enough money to buy the latest designer jeans. That's their biggest challenge in their life. And I think that in itself is very sad. So this great quote, harden the hell up. Be strong, be tough, be fat, be powerful, be the person that doesn't need pity, doesn't need sympathy, doesn't need somebody to feel sorry for you. Could that be a great way to live your life to the max? Super duper doo, how are you living my life to the max? Woohoo!